Good morning. From KUT News in Austin, I'm Juan Garcia. Here are your morning headlines for Friday, January 12th. Central Texas is under a wind advisory till 1 o'clock this afternoon. Wind gusts up to 50 miles per hour could blow around unsecured objects like tree limbs and could lead to power outages. Right now, just over 500 Austin Energy customers don't have power. Austin Energy customers can report an outage by calling 512-322-9100, texting OUT to 287846, or at austinenergy.com. The National Weather Service reminds drivers to stay safe during windy conditions by being extra cautious, especially in taller vehicles. Monday's bitter cold weather forecast is causing some changes to Austin's annual MLK Day March and Festival. The Austin Area Heritage Council says the shortened march will start at 9 Monday morning at the Martin Luther King Jr. statue on UT Austin's campus and will end with a rally at the state capitol. The festival and food drive at Houston Tillotson University has been moved from Monday to Saturday, January 27th from 11 a.m. till 3.30 p.m. The Austin Independent School District says it's making headway in decreasing its longtime backlog of special education evaluations that prompted state intervention. The evaluations are a key step in determining whether students have disabilities and which services they're eligible for. The Texas Education Agency last year appointed monitors to ensure the district makes mandatory changes to special education services because hundreds of students were waiting many months beyond the legal limit for an evaluation. Drew McGovern-Robinette is AISD's Assistant Superintendent for Special Education and Services. She says last year AISD significantly reduced the evaluation backlog. Just from January to December of 2023, the past due evaluations decreased by 82.8% overall. McGovern Robinette was speaking to the Austin ISD board on Thursday. The Texas Education Agency's order requires Austin ISD to have no overdue evaluations by December 2025. The Austin Independent School District started the school year with a $52 million budget deficit, but officials have been taking steps to reduce it. Districts throughout Central Texas approved deficit budgets for the current school year as they try to offer competitive wages and cover rising costs, while state public education funding did not keep up with inflation. Austin ISD's Chief Financial Officer Ed Ramos says the strategies the district's using to reduce the deficit are having an impact. So as of the end of November, we're currently projecting to end the year with a $32 million deficit. Our goal is to cut that down to a $26 million deficit by the end of the year. Ramos was talking to the Austin ISD board last night. To shrink the budget deficit, AISD says it's reducing administrative costs, leaving some vacant jobs open and reviewing contracts. Two healthcare organizations are teaming up to double the size of a behavioral health hospital in Austin. KUT's Olivia Aldridge has the details. Ascension Seton announced a partnership this week with Acadia Healthcare, which operates Northeast Austin's Cross Creek Psychiatric Hospital, serving adolescents and adults. Acadia is planning a 106-bed expansion of Cross Creek, which will almost double the hospital's capacity. The expanded space is set to open in late 2024 and will employ inpatient behavioral health associates from Ascension Seton Shoal Creek, another local behavioral health hospital. When asked if the expansion would affect operations at Ascension Seton Shoal Creek. A representative for Ascension Seton said plans for the future of the facility are still being discussed. However, Ascension leadership said the partnership with Acadia would increase the number of behavioral health beds and services available across the region. I'm Olivia Aldridge in Austin. 
A recent report finds white nationalist groups are putting up more banners and flyers in Texas compared to other parts of the country. KUT's Maya Fawaz has more. The Southern Poverty Law Center looked at the amount of racist propaganda displayed by far-right groups nationwide. The group recorded more than 23,000 incidents last year. Jeff Teschauser helps lead that research. He says Texas had the most activity out of any state, and central Texas counties saw some of the highest numbers of banners and flyers displayed by hate groups. Communities need to know the threats that they are under. Communities need to know who is standing in the way of democracy, who is standing in the way of creating a better society, uh, a healthier society, a, a society where everybody feels included. Tashauser says as Central Texas grows, so do the hate groups within it. I'm Maya Fawaz in Austin. And I'm Juan Garcia with KUT News. We are Reliably Austin. KUT's AT Explained is back with a brand new season. Our first episode, what's up with that tower in Clarksville? I've heard it called the Clarksville Eiffel Tower, the tower, the leaning tower of Clarksville, all those names. Subscribe to AT Explained wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget our next AT Explained live show at the Paramount Theater on April 3rd. Brand new stories told live on stage. Get your tickets at austintheater.org. Support for AT Explained Live comes from Meals on Wheels Central Texas and World Interiors.